Hi ladies, I'm Dr. Gina Rosella Terranoni, and I help women and couples to become pregnant with functional, holistic, and integrated medicine. My education is with dozens of women's healthcare specialists, including Yale MD, Dr. Aviva Ram. I have been working with patients and clients regarding hormone health and infertility for over 20 years now. I've helped thousands of women and couples to become pregnant through my fertility programs. My goal is to increase women's knowledge of their bodies, their health cycles, possible diagnoses, and healthcare options so they have the power to make the best choices for themselves. In this podcast, we talk tips for periods, irregular cycles and ovulation, how to track your cycle, fertility foods, nutrition, how to supplement, daily self-care, loss, toxins to avoid while trying to conceive, and so much more. Information is power, and you will learn about current research and the best treatments available to you so you can feel supported on your fertility journey. Grab a cup of tea and come on in. Welcome to the Fertility Footprints Podcast. Hello, ladies. This is Dr. Gina Rosella Terranoni, and you're listening to the Fertility Footprints Podcast. I am so excited to be sharing all this information with you. It's a great way for me to answer so many questions that I have from patients and clients from the past 20 plus years of my practice as a natural doctor whose foundations began in herbal medicine and Chinese medicine. This podcast will answer so many questions with information that I have learned not just through schooling, but through real life clinical experience with patients just like you. I think it's best to start with my first fertility patient that came to me in about 2001, 2002, when I was a fairly new practitioner. For privacy, I'm going to call her Stacy. That is not her actual name. But before that, let me tell you that I was fascinated with Chinese medicine and natural medicine approaches because honestly, I was pretty sick as a younger person. My mom was a Western nurse and used her experience and knowledge on how to treat me for pain as much as she could. I often went to school with god-awful period cramps, headaches, excessive bleeding through those darn Catholic uniforms, and got no sympathy whatsoever from the school nurse. Therefore, for me to go to school, not stay home, I had the help of a little blue pill Percocet. That was kind of the go-to, I think, in the 80s. Anyway, to bring this around full circle, even more health challenges were headed my way, and I found myself in a Chinese medicine doctor's office in my early 20s on my own accord. I was desperate, and I was terrified. And since my menstrual issues were never resolved because Western doesn't really look for the root cause, or it didn't at the time that I was having problems as a teenager, I continued to bleed heavily with clots for over 10 years. No shocker that eventually this led to migraines, which also caused my asthma to go through the roof. So I'm just showing you like, this is kind of my entry into Chinese medicine. My experience with the natural medicine, just the intake, questions that no one had ever asked me before, the time the doctor spent explaining how my body worked to me, the compassion I felt from this woman was undeniable. And I am forever grateful to have met her at that vulnerable time in my life. I literally thought I had to live like that for the rest of my life. She helped me so much. 
She completely eradicated my migraines, helped me regulate my cycles to a normal, healthy flow, no pain, and my asthma, I was able to get off four different inhalers. That's a whole other story, but I am forever grateful. She inspired me to become a licensed acupuncturist and herbalist who was completely in love with the fact that I could heal myself with foods and herbs and all these different choices that I never heard of. When I thought I had to take more and more Western medications that created a plethora of side effects for me and created more disease in my body, I first fell in love with natural medicine in the early 90s and began my studies right away. In Chinese medical school, I quickly wanted to specialize in women's health, specifically women's hormones and women who suffered from migraines and horrible periods because I definitely knew a ridiculous amount about them by the time I got to school. I loved learning and the understanding, again, the teachers and the doctors and the different way of living that all of them taught me. I seriously was on a horrible track to crap health for the rest of my life in my body, but they changed everything for me. So I learned everything I could about periods, tracking periods, specific foods to eat, specific foods to avoid, which was huge for me because I had no idea. Um, I treated pregnant women, babies, but wait for this. There was barely anything taught in school about fertility health. I didn't know that was a, a thing. No one was talking about fertility. Again, this was in the early 90s. If you heard of infertility, you assumed it was for older women, and that was that. I had no idea Chinese medicine could help at all. Yeah, I understand that this seems absolutely ridiculous, and thank God that is not always the case now. Fast forward to me getting a call in my first year of private practice. At the time, I just wanted to work with women's health, but unfortunately, in the late 90s, early 2000s, any people that would try acupuncture was pretty much for back pain. Literally, if you tried to mention treating neck pain or allergies, now it's so different, but you could not talk people into helping them. They thought it was only to treat back pain, not even neck pain. When I was lucky enough that a woman would come in with back pain, it would be no surprise to me that most likely she also had menstrual cramps or maybe she had migraines or something else going on that we could help that, yes, we're going to get rid of that back pain, no problem. But there were so many other things that we could help with. And they would always be so surprised. And I was just so happy to be in my element. And I definitely got the word out. Back to Stacy, my first ever fertility patient who called me up one day. She told me she had eight failed IVF procedures. That's a lot. But the bigger thing for me at that time, I said, eight what? She had to tell me what these procedures were because I literally was not familiar. Google was around, but barely. There wasn't a whole lot of information on Google. I told Stacy very honestly that I specialized in women's health care, periods, and that meant ovulation, but I did not have direct experience with fertility. I just wanted to be totally honest with her. She said, look, I called you because of your name and found out that you grew up in Philadelphia where I grew up. So I guess she liked the fact that I was Italian. <laughs> and she said, I want you to help me to get pregnant. 
You have a good reputation around town. Your clinic is actually registered and up to date with taxes. Yes, she looked all of this up and she had access. (laughs) She was not taking a referral out for me. She showed up at my office the next day. I told Stacy very honestly, again, I specialize women's healthcare periods, but I just wasn't totally sure how to help her. And she got to a point where she said, look, you have to help me. I don't have another option. She was okay with me starting with her as a fertility patient. That's what I felt like. I went ahead. I took her on as a patient. Her and I talked about everything and I just kept her educated about what I was finding out. I consulted medical libraries. I learned. I I also found an IVF clinic. I called her clinic to learn more and have them send me information. Then I came across a clinic in San Francisco or near San Francisco, the Zubises. Dr. Lee Fang Lian worked with her husband there. And I believe he started offering IVF back in 1984. So I bought a book. I found a book on fertility and acupuncture and herbal medicine. And it was Dr. Li Fang Liang's. And I would call her and she would get on the phone with me and she would answer if I had 10 questions, 15 questions, one question. It was amazing to have that access. And then she invited me to observe in her clinic with her. I couldn't believe it. All I had to do was ask. So I did a full medical evaluation according to Chinese medicine with Stacy. Everything from food journals, exercise journals, stress, sleep patterns, relationship stress or not, um, different partners or friendships in her life, family histories, uh, past medical experience, foods that she ate, drinks that she drank, things she avoided or didn't avoid, sugar intake. I looked for information for everything I could find, and the path was balancing her health and bringing her to a natural homeostasis. I thought that having a regular cycle and starting to track her ovulation was the absolute best way that I could help her. And if I didn't think I could help her, then I wouldn't continue to see her. But again, she would not take no for an answer, so she was like, let's go. I do talk about this in my fertility program of having some struggles with eliminating certain foods and drinks and just how difficult that can be for a lot of women. When we have our comforts and our foods, and I completely understand that. So this episode is really just to show how I literally got pulled into the world of fertility and I never look back. That was over 20 years ago now. And I have studied with every fertility specialist possible in integrated medicine, natural medicine, holistic medicine, Chinese medicine, you name it. I have a relationship with Western doctors, endocrinologists, fertility specialists, IVF clinics. All of these relationships began with this first patient. I walked with her and her husband on their journey for after eight failed IVF cycles, back when there was no insurance for IVF. So basically, as she told me, it was like, instead of buying a house, They bought eight failed IVF cycles, trying to think they were spending 20 or 30 more thousand every time they tried an IVF cycle. It was just creating a good amount of debt, but so much more than that. It was disappointing. It was stressful. That really locked me into helping and learning. I wanted to do everything I could to help Stacy and her husband to start a family. She helped me as much as I helped her. So I'm not going to make you wait. I will tell you that I did ask her to wait before her next IVF cycle. 
This was so I could have time to walk through her daily self-care and put some positive steps in motion for her health. I said, Stacy, give me six months to regulate your cycle. The goal was to get rid of any of the negative symptoms that she had that were related to her menstrual cycle and other health issues. She was relatively healthy, but her stress level and not exercising, not getting enough nutrition, these were the biggest pieces for her to focus on. So that's exactly what we did. We were just getting started maybe month one or month two into working together. And unfortunately, she did have another failed IVF. So she was up to nine failed IVF cycles. Basically, at the time, IVF clinics would not work with you if you weren't under 40. And she was turning 40 that month or something. And they did that because it had a negative impact on their statistics. So she was kind of forced into having that ninth transfer, even though she knew that we hadn't worked together long enough yet. So she did some acupuncture. She did a ton of herbs to prepare her for her 10th IVF cycle, which I believe was roughly eight months after we started working together, six months after her last failed transfer. What really changed for Stacy was her confidence and outlook on her daily life. She started packing lunches that were super healthy, specific to fertility foods. She exercised daily and went for walks in nature. She loved hiking. All of this was to help alleviate her stress. She eventually made a job change because she was enjoying this new healthy life that she was creating. And she had a very healthy baby boy with that 10th transfer. I still remember the day I was called from the hospital. I was at a conference in San Francisco and her and her husband were like, you have got to get to the hospital. You have to meet him. We won't let anybody else in. I'm like, that's terrible. I was over two hours away. So forget it. I raced down from San Francisco. I had to hurry and drive two hours. That drive caused me to really reflect on the work that we did together. I still couldn't believe that it all came together in this timeline just because of the negative talk at that time about acupuncture and Chinese medicine and there's no way you can help somebody have a baby. They can't be successful with IVF and there's no way natural medicine could help. But we did it in conjunction with IVF, her 10th round. And the reason why it worked was because she was on board and she made a lot of lifestyle, dietary, nutrition changes and improvements with her job, getting regular exercise, everything she did contributed to her having a healthy baby boy. These things seem so small to her, but she noticed over time that they accumulated in her system and things were really turning around. And that was it. It was just a pivot nutritionally, a pivot emotionally, spiritually. She just locked into her own self-care and just taking some herbs that helped her with blood regulation, regulating her cycle, normalizing her hormones, and then prepping her body to be optimal, which was to be the healthiest she could possibly be before she went in for her 10th IVF transfer. And it worked. So I created a program of just working with patients and clients for over 20 something years now, it's a labor of love. I have walked this path with so many women and partners and couples and families, and everybody has taught me something. All of this is the best that I can share with you. Maybe you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, or I'm not doing that, or maybe I should add this into my life or my daily self-care. 
Think of it as little tweaks and little additions over time. It's not going to happen in one day, probably not one week or one month. And the stress that women have put on themselves when they cannot conceive naturally is so debilitating. You can conceive naturally. And if there is a reason why you cannot, and you're using other procedures like IVF, IUI, FET, you can use natural medicine to enhance and improve the outcome. You can make things happen for your body. So the absolute best quality person or self, your womb, your eggs, your circulation, oxygen regulation, all those things. Birth is an absolute miracle. Conception is an absolute miracle that we can greatly influence with our day-to-day activities. So I welcome you. I'm bringing this first episode of this podcast. For years, I've wanted to do this. I am so grateful and happy that I have the time to put the research and just collaborate these efforts now. I'll be addressing things like if you have endometriosis or if someone has PCOS, how do I get pregnant? I've been trying to get pregnant for six months, six years. What is holding me back? What is wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with you. We have to figure some things out. Some women will not have a diagnosis except for infertility. All these things are going to be addressed. What am I supposed to eat? Which supplements do I take? I read this on Google. I'm in this group. There's so many opinions, right? You know what they say about opinions. You've got to see what resonates with you and you will get the feedback once you start to feel healthy physically, emotionally, energy-wise. Spiritually, all these things start lining up again and again, not overnight. Take the pressure off. Subscribe to this podcast. I will be passing you jewels that I've learned by working with thousands of women and couples over the last couple of decades and help so many people to become pregnant and to have healthy babies. And it's because of the steps or the protocols of programs and the support and just the patience and time that it took and the commitment and the forgiveness and the stopping with the guilt. All these things are just so wrapped into fertility. So I really hope by sharing this podcast with you, you will find peace on your fertility journey. You can join, you can clear the slate, and we take another step together. Maybe you get one thing out of this podcast and you act on it. I might drop a couple things, but one thing really sits well with you. And oh, that sounds like I can do this. I can start that today and do it right. It's just the little one foot in front of the other every single day, being a whole person. Fertility is not 100% your identity. And I want this to be an enjoyable journey for you. I want to help you to see that you can give self-care to yourself for overall health, which is absolutely going to improve your fertility fitness, your fertility health, and all the balance in your body that you need to be able to have this miracle of conception. So I invite you to join me weekly. I have more education interventions in here. I'll be answering questions and that's how I'll be formulating content because I want it to apply to each and every person out there and help as many women as I possibly can. So definitely subscribe, join the email list. I highly recommend that you join our private Facebook group of women. It's great to put some questions in there. There's questions about food and supplements and you can just ask whatever, but connect. Let's build a community. Let's build support and strength together. Remember strength in numbers. Nobody should be walking this fertility journey alone. That time is over. 
It's time to be out in the open with your health and to work on yourself day by day, one breath at a time, one step at a time. So thank you so much for tuning in. I cannot wait to offer you more information in the next episode. Have a beautiful day. Get outside in nature, no matter where you live. Throw a jacket on if it's too cold. Get outside. Always get some fresh air. Walk around. Clear your head. Warm your belly with a yummy cup of tea. And I will see you next time. This is Dr. Gina Rosella Terranoni with the Fertility Footprints podcast. I wish you a beautiful day. Be well. Thank you so much for tuning into today's podcast. I hope you leave it feeling more empowered to dig in and get clear on your fertility journey. If you like what you heard and don't want to stop there, great. See the show notes so you can connect with me in other ways until the next podcast. Join our free and private Fertility Footprints Facebook group where you can connect with other women who are trying to conceive and ask me questions. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel and sign up to be one of the first to hear about our next free fertility workshop. All of the links are waiting for you in today's show notes. I wish you a beautiful day and be well.